gentlemen, boys and girls, today we celebrate the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Carousel Project. We are so excited to be here at the season finale of season two of the show. How are we feeling out there tonight? I am feeling good. I am so excited. This is my favorite topic we've probably ever done. And I am I can't believe we're at the end of our second season, guys. Where did the season go? What do you mean, it's where crazy. did the season go? This was literally the worst six months <laughs> of our collective <laughs> lives. This is a season that has never ended. It was supposed to be 10 weeks, and it's been like, like 15, 16, 15. 17 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, but you know what? This is a true testament to how much we love the show. No matter how crazy our lives got, we always came back to it. We've kept going, and I'm so proud of us for our perseverance. I can't yep. wait to apply everything we've learned next season, season three. We're already planning it. If you have any any suggestions at all for season three, you know that you can find us at the Carousel Project podcast on Instagram. So to kick off today's episode, we're going to chat first about our favorite episode from the season. I'm Josie and you can find me on Instagram at Josie Maida. I am Kate Killebrew. You can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew. And I'm Adam. You can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam. Yeah, you can. Okay, guys. So what was your favorite episode from the season? This is really tough for me because most of these topics are favorites of mine, but I would probably still go with pal Mickey. It was cool for me to get a different perspective <gasps> oh. on something that I saw in the stores in my childhood. And yeah. it made me realize that I should have just taken all my allowance and gotten one myself instead you of expecting have. my Honestly. parents to buy one for me. You should have. Yep. 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 Yeah. Adam. Um, I mean, I guess I have two. I we did two oh, of wow. my favorite. <laughs> we did we we covered two of my favorite topics in general this season, being um the Muppets, and then we did Star Tours, and you know Star Wars is my favorite. So like those two definitely stand out for me. But just honestly, the whole season because this was my first season, like being a full part of the podcast and like talking and being a part of the episodes and not just behind the scenes so like i'm just so grateful for you know all 10 episodes and i can't wait for season three i can't wait for season three i can't wait for season three more <laughs> i can't wait for it most <laughs> i'm going to say oh i think my favorites i'm torn between Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea because i had been waiting for years to watch that episode and it got i mean to watch that movie and it finally got me to watch the movie and i really really enjoyed it so i like that one a lot i like how old it is i like how much i learned about the movie um, and who but was your favorite I really, character? My favorite character was obviously Captain Nemo, who if you watch that episode, you learned he was much hotter than the fish from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Shocking. Um, <laughs> but I AKA, think, he was a daddy. He was. Daddy, <laughs> daddy Captain Nemo. Um, I really loved, I mean, the Muppets ones was great, but I really loved um, River Country. I really did. I feel like I found out so much cool stuff on River mm -hmm. Country and I love like a super defunct thing like that. I don't know. I feel like there's so much draw for River Country. So I liked that one. I liked River Country, I think was my favorite this whole season, which is crazy because we've done some really cool topics. Yeah. Dang. Yep. I picked just one because I was like, I'm going to pick just one. <laughs> but yeah, I, I you understood the assignment. I understood right. the assignment. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. Okay, but how about how we take this a little further? What was your favorite moment of one of our episodes? Because mine <laughs> was when you guys sung Dream Street 
Um, oh, I forget yeah. which episode that was in, but that was by far the best moment of, of that any was of the episodes. pretty good. That, that I left in because our jokes that I had to cut out were the best parts, <laughs> but but something in an episode for the for the audience, Dream Street, number one. I think one of my favorite things from this season is, again, just like there were some weeks that were very, you know, in full transparency, were very tough for us, like very, very tough. And we would just all get on camera and you just knew that all of us were like, <laughs> this week was terrible yep. <laughs> uh, and we would just kind of look at each other and be like so <laughs> just gonna push through yeah whose day sucked the most <laughs> I can't even think of I can't even think of a favorite moment really just anytime I'm interacting with you guys on here is a favorite moment for me because oh. I just feel like we have such great chemistry and I listened to I listen back to our episodes just to see how they come out and I'll find myself <laughs> laughing and I'm like, girl, you were there. Like, why are you laughing? Like, Literally, you don't know what's when going I laugh, on. I'm like, you are so vain. I'm like, you are so vain laughing at your own podcast. Like when, when I'm sitting there and editing for hours and hours on end, I laugh so much at how funny we are. And I'm just always like, who let us be this funny? Like, I just, I don't understand how we were g- g- all given such a gift to be so funny, but clearly you know we, we are gifts, and but... i laugh nonstop every time i you know spend dozens of hours editing these things so what are we talking about today okay oh, <laughs> it is your duty and honor because i know as excited yep. as i am and adam is you are the most excited this, is, Kate's this baby. is your topic baby girl so you go ahead and tell them what we're talking about today we are talking about the silver anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort, a.k.a. the 25th anniversary, a.k.a. Birthday Cake Castle, a.k.a. it's time to remember the MF and magic, guys. We are remembering the magic. And we are remembering Kate's first visit to Disney World <laughs> in 1996. Okay, so I'm excited. Where do we want to start? At start. At the beginning, October 1st, 1996. Well, technically... Actually, um, oh. apparently oh. it started September and apparently, 30th and apparently yes. it started September 30th, 1996 with a little something that they like to call a night of magical dreams. This was a 90 minute musical variety show to kick off the celebration at the Orlando what? Arena. It was hosted by Regis Philbin and Kathy Lee what? Gifford. And it was invite mm-hmm. only, so only like reporters, um, travel writers, and then the kids of the Boys and Girls Club of America that were invited as the special guests for the celebration. Those were the only people that could get in to this special Dang. event. So that they was not the invite night Kate. before. I was not, they invited, was not invited. No, at three years wow. old, I was not. I was not sent. I was. I was closing in on eleven. You guys, like, I should have been one of those <laughs> you Boys have and been Girls there. of America. I was you a boy no in America at the time. Like. How could they do that to me? So the next day, obviously, October 1st, 1996, um, they had the big the big rededication ceremony. We had a recreation of the 1,076-piece marching band that made its way down Main Street on October 1st, 1971, playing 76 trombones. Um, they did that they did that they also had um more than 1500 cast members participate um in i guess i guess you would call it a parade as uh the first lady um 
CEO Michael Eisner and um, Roy E. Disney made their way to the castle stage um, in, like, the old-timey Main Street cars. They had... Um, I'm going to m- end up messing up the name. Is it, is it Sa- Savi- Savion Glover? Savon Glover? And Disney and Mickey danced um, on top of one of the floats. Like, they did a whole dance number. It was amazing. Wow. Um, wow. They had, like... 10s 20 20 characters at least out lining the streets um this was all before the speeches happened um but we had eisner he gave his speech he showed the cast members some love he showed the imagineers some love um first lady hillary clinton she gave her speech um and then of course roy e disney um, rededicated the park with the same words that his father gave um, back in October of 1971. Um, wow. The same speech. And he also walked us back through like his experience on opening day because he was there for opening day with his son and his father. Um, and then the event, the um, rededication event ended with them playing When You Wish Upon a Star, which of course was just like so magical and I don't know, guys, it just seemed like it was such a really special morning um, that started at 1030. But obviously, that was just the way to kick off um, the 15 month celebration. Right. I did put um, a link to the full 45 minute um, rededication um, ceremony in the show notes so people can go ahead and watch it if they want. But it was really cool, especially when I found out that they, you know, tried to recreate as many moments as they could from opening day. <laughs> that, that's a there's, Red Sox um, home there's run. A big, yeah, there's a big Red Sox game going yeah, on right I'm now. On. We have some big Red Sox fans Let's go Sox. in the house. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought it was really cool. Um, as all three, of, all three of us were actually at Magic Kingdom on the 50th. So um, yeah, we were. It just made yeah. me, like, I just got chills again of like, what if we would have all been at magic kingdom on the 25th you know josie at two me at three adam at almost 11 like can you imagine it would have just been crazy can you imagine just imagine that friend group (laughs) (laughs) an 11 year old hanging out with a three-year-old and a two-year-old not even almost two-year-old yeah i was not even two yet um i loved that that night the night of the first they mm-hmm. had a big party in Hollywood Studios. Oh, and I yeah. loved that because I wow. love Hollywood Studios. The park had just opened. So I feel like that's such a good fit. And, you know, that Hollywood glamorous feel. Um, and Michael J. Fox was there, which mm-hmm. I thought was really, 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 really cool. Um, and they there were a couple other people. But obviously, to me, Michael J. Fox was the most incredible. We, and I, we yeah, love yeah. Marty McFly. Seriously. And I cannot get over the fact that like Hillary Clinton was there to speak. Yes. Like, that's pretty well, crazy that the first lady was there to speak on the 50th. That's what I'm saying though, y'all. Is like, on the 25th. I'm so sorry. Not on the 50th. That Hillary Clinton was there to speak on the 25th. That's what I'm saying though, y'all. They had the first lady 
riding down Main Street, sitting in front of the castle, gave a speech. Um, you know, she spoke on behalf of her and the president. Um, and then I know for one of the five TV specials that I watched about this, there was a special me- message from President Bill Clinton as well, um, congratulating Walt Disney World on its 25th. So um, it was kind of cool. She shared um, about their first time taking Chelsea to Walt Disney World. You know, Roy e disney he talked about his experiences at walt disney world michael eisner shared his experience um taking his kids and um it was just it was it was very cool like um i felt with every one of the tv specials that that we'll talk about like the overall theme was nostalgia you know taking it back to the roots of the history of the park opening 25 years ago and just it being a big special birthday occasion and that's how i felt about the the rededication i thought it was really cool um yeah. they didn't have to go all out but they sure did and i was really glad i could watch it on youtube <laughs> the flyover by the military jets and yes. an over a thousand piece marching band yes. and again i think it's it's really wow. cool to look back and it is so crazy so we had originally before this season got pushed back we had originally been hoping that this episode would have gone up in conjunction with the 50th anniversary yeah um, but it's kind of cool that it's a, a couple of you know weeks after so we can kind of reflect but i do right. think it's, it's also two different times you know what i mean yeah. like we are still in a global pandemic there are people who can't travel you know there are rules and regulations for health and safety that still have to be followed and it definitely is crazy to see the juxtaposition between the two um i wish i really wish we had been able to see a 50th anniversary where we hadn't had those restrictions you know yeah Yeah, it it makes you think like what what could have been like what would they have planned had it just been like a normal year and a normal celebration without like you know, all the restrictions in place. Well, and I guess I should say, um, you know, speaking of our 50th experience, uh, the big things when we were there was getting our commemorative map and the poster that they gave us on the way out. So for Mm -hmm. the 25th, the commemorative materials that they were giving out were posters, um, lithographs, and then um, guest of honor badges to everyone that was in the park on that day. So. Um, same, same energy. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, it's, it's such, you know, unfortunate timing as far as the 50th anniversary yeah. happening during this, yeah. uh, like to be honest, a... I'm thankful we had anything. Oh yeah. Because think about, Truly. think about in the height right. of the pandemic, I was like, oh my gosh, like not that that was like yeah. my main worry, obviously the health and safety no, of my of friends course. and family and, and the country and, but it, it, it really is crazy and it, it it's it's touched everything so you know what I mean you think of even yeah. something like a button or pins or you know things that couldn't get here because shipping is still crazy like right. we still live in a very different world right and and also you know like obviously not as as big of a milestone but Disneyland missed its 65th anniversary um you know because it was closed during the pandemic and obviously that's not a 50th like such a a round number but like 65th is still a a milestone we're celebrating we got nothing especially because they celebrate those five like I went to the 35th of Epcot and it was a huge uh, I loved the 35th of Epcot which is going to need to be another episode but I loved Let's do it. I know. I have a map from it, but I wasn't there. But I think I I got you that map. Yeah, I think you did too. Either you or Mary Grace. Somebody, somebody got it for me. I was there. But I mean, yeah, no, and that's the thing. I, 
I was same as you last year when the park shut down and all that kind of stuff. I was like, what does this mean for the 50th? And even Nick said, what does this mean for the 50th? Because as long as he's known me for almost a decade, I've been talking about the 50th. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm still at the end of the day, grateful that I got to go. It was such a, you know, historical momentous occasion, but, um, it, like you said, it is kind of, Fun that this episode ended up falling after the 50th so I yeah. could truly like you said truly reflect on my experience versus what happened in the 90s which again different CEO different vibe I mean a lot of things changed I don't think the first lady right now would have gone to Walt Disney World you know what I mean like she may have sent a message in but I totally oh oh you mean like I get what you're saying because you know of, what I mean, I mean like it I was, think it's that a different so vibe. Cool. no it would have been cool is, but I'm saying I think time. security wise like I just don't see like she was yeah. like uh Hillary was riding in a car with Michael Eisner and that's it like it was an open vehicle there was no secret service on her like nothing wow so I feel like that's probably not the case that's what I'm like, saying not yeah. even just how much what has changed in the last few years but what has changed in our lives since 2001 yeah that's that what I'm saying fundamentally changed yeah. the way we do everything right exactly. like there's no security to walk into the parks back then like yo know, yeah anyone could walk she was in with literally just wanted. in a main street car with michael eisner that was it wow. and I, in my head i was like my this doesn't make sense main street car because with yeah truly same. <laughs> as long as fozzy and fozzy's mom were there as well <laughs> oh my gosh i hope i wish my dream so um so that was i mean for me that was the like the main starting point but that is just the tip of the iceberg as far as like everything do we want to talk about the cake castle next or do we want to come back to her later i wanted to talk about that they had also so disney's boardwalk resort opened for the 25th anniversary yes and they had something there that was like a taste of the disney cruise line because it had been like announced but it wouldn't actually like launch its first cruise for two years yeah so at the boardwalk they had like a taste of the disney cruise line and they were you know were celebrating the opening of the boardwalk and then i also also thought it was cool that coronado opened during the celebration as well mm-hmm. so i i thought oh, wow. that was crazy a lot of things like a yeah. lot of big things opened during the 25th I, anniversary i made a little list because i was like how much stuff were they really like pushing and uh, among all the specials i watched like the main things i saw were boardwalk opened in july disney institute had opened um i think in february of 96 goofy's barnstormer was new because um they actually opened um, Mickey's Toontown Fair on October 1st, 1996. They renamed that location to yeah. Mickey's Toontown Fair. Oh, wow. Raven Simone cut the ribbon, so that's cool. <laughs> Heck yes, um, she did. She was there for that. They were pushing Pleasure Island. Um, DAC was well, still two years out. I saw out. that it was the Downtown Disney expansion that was Yeah, like... the Downtown Disney expansion. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. They were talking about that. Um, ESPN Wide World of Sports was going to open the following spring. Um, Mm. They had just purchased ABC earlier within the year. Ellen's Energy Adventure had just opened in September. Um, They changed... the grant they changed the name of Tomorrowland Speedway from Grand Prix to Tomorrowland Speedway right before this too, or right around that time too. Celebration that city opened um, within that time frame too. That's insane. They I were pushing celebration. Test celebration. Track. We should do an episode on celebration. Yes. Oh yeah, we definitely. Yes. Need to do. One of my well, l- let's wait until I'm a resident. 
<laughs> yes. One of my old bosses when I worked in comms, she worked on like the PR and comms for Celebration. Oh, cool. Wow. So that was really, really cool. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, um, that's amazing. But yeah, I thought that the one about, um, I thought the one I thought the I thought the boardwalk one was really cool, especially with the little bit about the cruise line. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, well, you have to think it was. Um, I think at that time they only had what twelve resorts at Walt Disney World at the time, like hotels. So it was pretty exciting to have not only a new resort but a new DVC resort to be opening, and over in that great location by the back entrance of Epcot. Yep. So it was, yeah, it was a big time. It opened back in July. Um, I did a Disney history moment of the day on it. Um, Ooh. back in July. So yes, and if you don't watch, this is a plug for Kate's Disney history moment of the day. You can find it on her Instagram <laughs> and TikTok. Thank you. This but is it, a plug for all of us. On yeah, TikTok, honestly, yeah. we we all have great content on tiktok um it's a it's a nice it's a nice mixed bag of stuff from all of us but i i did i tried to take a tally of all the things that they seem to be pushing during all these specials and those were the main things i found and i'm sure there was even more new stuff because 96 was that girl it really was it was a big year um for disney but i um, I, I remember I was watching the Good Morning America coverage and they were going on and on about, oh, we need to come see like our new corporate headquarters since we just got purchased by Disney, whatever. And so that's why I looked into it. And I was like, wow, they got purchased in February of 96. And then here they are, you know, October, full swing. You know, it's just it was a crazy year for sure. Wild. Yeah, the Disney Institute opened in February of 1996, mm-hmm. so yep. a couple of months wow. like yeah. before, but still, I feel like that's, you know, I, I, the, I the lead up, the yeah. excitement. Yep. Yeah. Of, of that, that's in. another future episode, Disney Institute oh, has to yeah. be discussed. I know Kate yes, loves Kate the loves Disney that. Institute. <laughs> I don't know what, it, I'm, I'm convinced it's just 90s Disney or 80s Disney for me. Like, I'm just obsessed with 80s and 90s era Disney parks. We're obsessed with the Michael Eisner yeah, the, era. Yes. Okay, Disney. put a label on it. Honestly, it's the Michael Eisner era. We all is know. What it is Mikey. We all know what it is. Yeah, our boy We're Mikey. all obsessed with the Disney decade with Mikey's vision. Um, it's true. It's true. And how could we not be? So, um... I know that you're going to want to talk about one of these many specials that they had on the 25th. Um, There are like five that I found in just the hour that I looked, and they are all amazing as far as sitcom stars are concerned. Um, I love it. So the one you'll want to talk about is the Walt Disney World Inside Out for the 25th. That was the one that featured our boys from Boy Meets World. The Lawrence I Brothers. Love it. Um, that was the one where they had like the first family from New Jersey that got to kind of go around and do whatever they wanted for the 25th anniversary. So jealous. So jealous. Um, nice. They got to drive the monorail. Um, they got to wow. check out. They got to check out a bunch of stuff. Um, but it was a really cool highlight of everything going on for the 25th they highlighted the three parks you know pleasure island and downtown disney got their own plug boardwalk got its own plug um i included links to all these videos as well for the show notes too so if people want to just have a 25th anniversary night they can feel free but one that i hadn't seen before have you guys seen this one it was called witching you were here 
No, but it sounds like Halloween-y. Okay, so (laughs) this one was hosted by um, Caroline Ray from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She plays (gasps) Aunt Hilda. So that's why it was called Witching You Were Here. Okay, Um, cute. So basically, she has this big book, and it's the History of Walt Disney World book, but the whole thing is like, she would say spells and when she would say spells she would go to different places in Walt Disney World history so she went back to like 1965 and she was in the swamp then she went to like opening day 1971 she this is this is the kind of stuff that I'm like yeah it's just weird like in the 90s there was like this kitschy weird like and they went by that like that just was so it was perfect it was perfect I want y'all to all go back and watch this like tonight maybe while you're going to sleep because like when they went back to quote opening day 1971 like they're all in liberty square in 70s clothes like she's like wow i'm in 1971 and i'm like they really went all out for this and then she goes to 1982 for epcot center um so she's wow. wearing like an 80s outfit and then where i would love to time travel yes. back to 90s. yes do you guys know how much i spent on the epcot poster today um, I, it was, we whatever do, you spent, it was worth it. Yeah. Tell the audience. So basically Disney, this is off topic. This is completely off completely topic, off topic but I'll come back. Episode. I'll come back to um, the topic. But basically at D23, a couple of years ago when they announced the reimagining of Epcot, everybody who's, everybody knows that they made these incredible posters for basically every single different attraction and show and event at Epcot like ever. And so I have the one from the reimagining because we got it as a team exclusive for being a part of the team. And I've always wow. wanted the original poster because the one that says on the brink of a new age, October 1st, 2019, when they announced the reimagining yeah. is like the same poster, but different coloring of the one from. Yeah. I'm 80s. looking at both of them yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. So I have the one on my Epcot wall. And I don't have the original. And so I've always wanted it. And so I've been waiting for them to come out with it. And so I bought it today and it was like 30 something. It was like $40. No big deal. But then they charge $20 for shipping. That's insane. To like keep the poster safe. No. Yeah. I I, kind of wild. And I thought because the poster tubes are so the poster tubes are so heavy. And you oh, just kind of so get like. Well, I thought if I bought yeah. two, because it said free shipping over seventy five dollars, so I was like, okay, I'll just buy two of them and then get free. No, of course no. not. <laughs> so I really wanted the one from the Millennium Celebration because that's when I went with my parents. Oh. And so I really wanted. Oh, that one's I've amazing. been dying to get my hands on something Millennium Celebration. Kate, I have a picture. I have a picture that I took. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that at um, D23. I have a picture of the Millennium Celebration that like I took as a little girl. And then I have a Disney dollar from the Millennium Celebration. So I have to find something else. I really would love something else. I wanted that poster, but I'm like, I can't justify spending $150 on two prints. I just cannot. It's just too much. I wish they would come out with that set as like the little postcards. If they came out with a set of all of them, like a postcard set for like 50, 60 bucks, 70 bucks, 80 bucks. I feel like like Dwight a year could be. (laughs) Could be. (laughs) Two years could also be. I could also see that happening. That is me. But it's if they came out with a set on like postcards that had all of them, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I know we're talking about the 25th anniversary, but I record right here in the Epcot office and I'm surrounded by Epcot stuff. And um, 
Yeah. Well, I'm manifesting <laughs> on the podcast right now that I'll eventually have a Disney-themed office because right now mine is not any Disney theme, and I want that energy in my life. Okay. Well, that's why I bought it because I was like, you know what? No matter what, I, I love – I'm not too into, like, a Disney home where it's, like, tacky, but yeah. I feel like my Epcot office has such a good balance of, like, nostalgia and old yeah. things. And yeah. I love it. So no matter where I go or move – like the vibe I want to stick with yeah yeah because it's such a cute gallery wall and I have stuff from the 1964 World's Fair and anyway anyway the reason that I thought of this was because we were talking about how she time traveled back to 1982 which what a cute idea is yeah that for the 25th anniversary because yeah. the time traveling back showed people all yeah. of the different things because well, I think it's easy for people to think like oh Disney it's just a theme park it's just there yeah. but when you go back and look at the history it's like wow holy well, crud a lot has happened when she time travels back to like 1965 to like the swamp area I was like this mm-hmm. is so genius because like you said most people think okay yeah 1971 Mickey's standing with Roy O. Disney we get it there were balloons blah 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 but she went back to 1965 and I was like that's really clever Disney I like that Mm -hmm. then when they went to the 70s she was in Liberty Square like they all had 70s clothes on I was like dang they really went all out with these details and I love it so I feel like the 70s doesn't sound like it was that far away no until you see although it was 50 years ago until it was (laughs) although it was 50 years ago (laughs) but when I hear the 60s I'm like okay the 60s I don't know why in my brain the 70s I'm like that was not long ago I feel the (laughs) The same way I'm like yeah I feel the same way about the year 2008. Like, last week I was like, oh, yeah, 2008, like, wasn't that long ago. And I was like, nope, that was well over a decade. It's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So then, obviously, after 82, she time travels again to 1989 for Disney MGM Studios. And I then, want this superpower. Yes. And then, so the cool thing is, every time she gets to the new time frame she opens the book and they're inside the book there's like a video and it like tells her about what's going on at that Mm. time really fun then when she gets to 1996 she goes to blizzard beach boardwalk and disney institute i'm pretty sure blizzard beach opened in 96 as well i don't know how i forgot about that on my list but yeah so all the new stuff then they cover a Hercules commercial, kind of like a sneak peek into the movie Hercules, because that one was, that must either oh, come cute. out that year or the next year. Mm-hmm. So they showed like s- some clips from Hercules. Um, what were you going to say? No, I, I literally just took up like five minutes of our time talking about a poster that you can totally cut out if you want to, Adam, because it was useless you know to this I'm episode. Gonna, I'm going to put it in double. I'm going to take that segment and <laughs> put it somewhere it else. And put it again. Anyway, I was going to say, it reminds me, for the 50th, I had the absolute honor of recording Bob Gurr. Um, The content is up on the Disney Parks platforms, um, and it was so much fun to be a part of that project. Um, But it reminds me of him talking about the first time he saw the parks and how he was in a tiny little plane, and it was nothing. Like, it was literally just, like, swamplands, and it was in the 60s. And I was like, holy macaroni. That was a long time ago, and that's that's really crazy to think about. And I asked him, I was like, you know, how does it feel like that you did something that has changed the course of people's lives forever? I was like, because I have met everybody in my life because of Disney. I mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. have the life that I have 
because of Disney, because of this theme park. I would have never come to Orlando. Like there are so many things in my life where it's like, okay, well, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. How did I meet these people? And it's Disney. Right. It it always comes back to Disney. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how does that feel? And he was like, well, you know, we were just working. Like we were just, we didn't know it would be historic, Uh, you know, like just, we were just doing our jobs. He's an icon. Seriously. No, it's so true though, because like, I guess for them, it was one of those situations that you hear about where it's like day to day, you don't realize the big difference Mm -hmm. until you like step back and look, you know, like most people would think with like, I don't know, um, a workout routine or something, but you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like they were just like going to work, doing their job, doing cool stuff. You know, they enjoyed what they did. And then all of a sudden they look back and now it's this amazing, you know, I, I was thinking about that when we were about to record, like, I love that people automatically put the word magic with Disney. Like that just goes to show how deep their brand, like, their brand marketing and all of that like the message is that when I hear the word magic I'm like okay how is that related to Disney in some way you know what I mean or like mm-hmm. theme yeah. parks and that's because they've just been like instilling that in us at least since the 90s definitely before but like I feel like they really yeah. pushed the message during the Disney decade so yeah Michael Eisner said you Mikey said will magic. Think magic you will think Disney <laughs> so um so, yeah, I mean, basically, you know, the the specials in hour, it came out in 1997. I liked that it was called Witching You Were Here, um, but I, I thought it was a lot of fun. It ends with the parade, um, the Remember the Magic parade that we're going to talk about in a little while. But I thought it was a fun, different way to, to market the celebration. They were very big into marketing this thing. I Like I said, I have multiple TV special angles that I'm going to cover. And I love that. Really I cool. want more specials. I want more yes. Disney specials for the 50th. They were awesome. And I was like, what a cool, you know what I mean? Like, what a cool plot line to just be like, let's pull aunt hilda from sabrina the teenage witch and give her an hour-long special where she has this book and she says witch spells and she goes all over the timeline of the history of disney i don't know it was just it was i love cool. it very creative so another one that they have was called the walt disney world 25th anniversary party this one was hosted by Will Friedle from Boy Meets World and Melissa Joan Hart from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, it prim- it aired on February 28th, 1997. And during this special, again, it was an hour. Same concept of, like, highlighting, you know, everything that's going on in the parks. Um, you know, the boardwalk got their, their little um, highlight. We had Drew Carey taking us through the Utilidors. One thing that I thought was really cool that they covered a lot in these specials was the technology under under the Utilidors for, like, parade purposes. Um, with oh, the Remember yeah. the Magic Parade, mm. they were showing how back in 96 they still had um you know frequencies tracking exactly where the floats were on main street so they could you know make the speakers work for whatever float it was supposed to be blaring the music for that area and i was just like dang and in 96 they were able to do all this in my opinion pretty elaborate stuff for 25 years ago um and so drew carey kind of gave people that that look underneath 
uh, Magic Kingdom, which I thought was fun. The Magic is calling is just blasting in my brain right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The uh, Magic is calling, calling, calling us. And, um, calling, yeah. Calling us. So, um, <laughs> sorry. They also had Gloria Estevan, uh, Estevan perform "Remember the Magic." Um, at the end of this special, it, right by the birthday cake castle, it was very emotional. They had clips of like families at the parks, like kind of on the side of the screen. Um, so I, I thought it was a really fun special. They took you behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, they had Michael J. Fox as a backlot tour guide. Um, no way. So that was fun. And then okay, the village people were performing. Um, it was just a really good time. Oh, wait. I had more notes. There were more from this one. Okay. Um, they also had um, an interview with Michael Eisner, which in reference to ideas, he said, the more outrageous the ideas and the more outlandish, the more attracted I am to them, which I felt like was the most Mikey Eisner thing to say <laughs> about mm -hmm. um ideas for the parks um so i just wrote that down they had rosie o'donnell um take rosie o'donnell take us uh to the tower of terror because that had just come out in 94 um they had a segment from jeff daniels um they did a highlight about wish trips and weddings and then um a lot of people canceled their wedding that year yes yes and then they also had a little segment about this guy matt sorns who apparently once wanted to be an imagineer and like he ran a paper route and so they were kind of like they went to his hometown and like talked to him about why he wants to be an imagineer and how he saves his money up to go to disney from his paper route it was kind of cute so yeah that was a special hosted by Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, and Eric from uh, Boy Meets World. So that was a Icons. fun... Yeah, that was a fun duo. Um, they had some, you know, spells happening in there, too. She flew them over to Florida from the set of ABC um, with her <laughs> powers. So that was fun. Um, and then what I would consider probably the version of what we had this year... Um, they had Remembering the Magic, the TV special that was hosted by um, Regis Philbin. Um, that was just a 30-minute special. It kind of covered the history of Walt Disney World, you know, past, present, and their future because they were big on talking about Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, and then they that was another one where we got the behind-the-scenes look at the parade Again, um, mm -hmm. all these, there will be links in the show notes if people want to watch. And then I think I had one more, and then I will be done talking about the TV specials. I love it. No, I think the last one that I have is just in the, in the show notes, but uh, they had a special 25th anniversary vacation planning VHS, um, which I know I've referenced before when we've talked oh, um, yes. in the past. So and we have watched this together. Yes. So um, yeah, we need a night just to watch to specials well. together, please. Can we please make that happen? Because it's my favorite thing. Like, that's one of the main things I've always loved about the Disney parks is just being able to watch these old videos back of what a different vibe it was in a different mm -hmm. decade and comparing it to how it is now. And it's just so it's so cool that they have that much documentation that we can go back and enjoy. 
Um, so my point is, 25th anniversary, they were putting that out on ABC, Disney Channel, um, Good Morning, America, everywhere in between. They had all kinds of specials. As they should. Um, the magic yeah. is calling, calling, calling us. It's calling, calling, calling us. So <laughs> I guess if... You're welcome. I guess if y'all are cool, I thought we could talk about... The infamous cake castle. The beautiful, the yes. best. Beautiful, <laughs> which I'm definitely, I'm definitely yes. going to put a poll about this in our Instagram stories for this week because I would love to know where people stand on the cake castle. I've heard people trash it. I don't know how because it's, I in my I think we opinion, were ahead of beautiful. the curve in loving it. Because yeah. I feel like people trash yep. it for a long they time do. and I loved it. And then out of nowhere, everybody Everyone liked loves it. it and now. I was like, hey, yeah. you jerks. Right. Yeah. This is to my be, cake. To be honest, there's, there's, there's two options. You either love it or you're wrong. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like, <laughs> truly. There's nothing else. So I will say the one thing that confused me about this Kate Castle before I talk about how amazing it is, is that if you ever look at footage, excuse me, of the backside of the castle, they did not complete the backside of the castle, which is like no. weird to me. Shut up. Yeah, no, look at the backside of the castle. So like they have part of the inflatable, you know, piping frosting hanging off of the backside, but like they did mm. not paint the castle completely on the back. Oh, no. Like no. y'all need to look it up right now. I want your reaction. Like while we're on here, like okay. it's yeah, it's it's one of those things. Um, let me see. I'll look it up with you. Someone's got a picture somewhere. Like basically, they just oh painted the front. Yeah. So yeah, and it's like half done on the back. Yeah. And then there's like some trimming. Oh yeah. But then the Ooh. restaurant area is like left alone. Right. It's yeah. it's Cinderella's royal table and down is normal except for this like giant inflatable frosting thing. But then like the the top half is the birthday cake. So that like that's my main complaint is just like. Y'all, why didn't y'all at least paint, you know, paint the rest of it? Um, I, they I feel like it would have been to, such a pain. I feel it like would have been, yeah. Pink, yeah, they couldn't have unpainted All that, that intricate detail, but yeah, it looked well, very incomplete I mean, on the back. Leave the, I mean, they I committed. Mean, you leave committed the, to this. Well, leave the white. I mean, I understand where the windows are, but like the arching underneath where people are walking through, y'all could have painted that pink. That would have been the same. Like y'all mm -hmm. painted the arch on the front. Anyways, I digress. But that was the one thing because I've always only seen front photos. So you really wouldn't know that. But yeah, on the back, it's almost like the icing, the piping icing inflatable thing almost looks odd there because it's not yeah. pink around it. Yeah, it, it looks does. Bad. It does. That part doesn't look great because so it just looks random. We just pretend like the back is not like that and we're just going to only look the at the front. The back never existed. But um, <laughs> just to give people an idea of um, the size of some of these like details on the cake castle, um, they had 16 two-foot-long candy stars, 16 five-foot-long candy bears, 12 five-foot-long gumdrops, um, four six-foot-tall stacks of lifesavers, 33-foot-tall <laughs> lollipops, um, 50 two-foot-tall gumballs, 26... 20 to 40 foot tall candles and keep in mind and do you know why they had 26 yes. candles do you yes. know why yes 
Do you know what I'm saying? I've been talking a lot, so you can say I don't know. So they had 25 for the 25 years, and then one more for, like, years to grow, which I thought was really cute. I know. Me too. And then, actually, it's funny because they had those 26 candles, but there were also 25 of the same kind of candles outside the park by the train station at the top. So I thought that was oh. kind of fun too. They had twenty five candles there too. Um, I I think on all my birthday cakes going forward, I'm gonna put twenty six candles, and <laughs> everyone's gonna be like, "Wait, you're only twenty five, and you just have one for good luck." I'm gonna be like, "No, that's years to grow." Years to grow. <laughs> so um, apparently, it took four hundred gallons of pink paint in three different shades to paint the castle. Um, it would be approximately. Um, 55,040 tablespoons of icing, <laughs> according <laughs> to Michael Eisner, his speech. Um, Why the heck would you use tablespoons? Because <laughs> if you're baking a cake, like his whole that speech was well, saying. Well, I love in the back of this delicious Disney um, cookbook, which I am cooking my way through. Okay, I fell off a little bit, but if you're interested in watching me cooking through this cookbook, I am doing that over on I'm my so Instagram. Yes, so interesting. I am I'm doing a recipe. I'm telling myself like I have to do it like tomorrow night. Um, but in the back of this, let me find it. They have the recipe for the cake castle. <gasps> Well, that's what I'm saying. They they made it this says, as a recipe. It says Cinderella Castle 25th anniversary cake. Castle cake. One Cinderella Castle. 55 and 40 tablespoons candy coating paint in three shades of pink. Purple, blue, yellow, pink, green, orange, and red sprinkles to taste. 13,320 inches of pink and blue inflatable icing. Candles. 26. One for each year of the Magic Kingdom and one to grow on. Um, seven as castle spires. Like it just, it's so funny how it has them all listed out. A sort yeah. of foam candy delights, 16 green candy hearts. Like yeah. it's super, super cute, um, that they have this and all like, and, and I they didn't have realize pictures. they put that in the book. That's so fun. Yes. It's the last recipe in the book. Cause when Michael gives his speech during the rededication, which people can watch in the show notes, um, he basically opens up talking about the cake castle saying, I'm not sure if I should give the speech or one of Disney's pastry chefs because the, you know, the birthday cake castle, blah, blah, blah. And he, he goes on to say that the cake weighs 40 million pounds. Um, it would have been, it would have been four tons of buttercream frosting to cover the cake. Um, more than a thousand feet of pink and blue inflatable frosting, um, and then just some of the details that were on it, like it had the blue rosettes. There, it's just, it was a, in my opinion, the details and everything were just stunning. Um, so adorable. The, the castle stayed like that through the entire celebration, which ended on January first, nineteen ninety eight, and it the castle was transformed back to normal by January thirty first of nineteen ninety eight. Um, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, There was a lot of backlash for how this castle looked with, like, people planning their Disney weddings. people are crazy. It was a new um, aspect of a Disney business, and people wanted those castle photos. And for some reason, crazy people didn't want a birthday cake castle in their wedding photos. Um, So a lot of weddings were pushed back or canceled. Um, Addition to that, I would say I feel bad for the people that came to the park it sounds like maybe a month or two leading up to the 
event if they yeah. had like a partially painted pink castle for their photo, you know, and this was before <laughs> blogs or really any way of knowing, hey, by the way, wait until, you know, October 1st to come experience this and then it'll be done by end of, you know, January tw- um, 1998, you know. Mm-hmm. So regardless, um, one of the articles I read, it was about the per it was about somebody who worked there during the 25th and apparently had to do like multiple articles like defending the birthday cake castle and she basically said look the plan behind it worked because no matter what you're talking about that birthday cake castle uh-huh. 25 years oh, 100%. later 100 i think so, that is maybe one of the smartest yeah. marketing things they have ever done yes. True. as we are a yes. disney history and marketing podcast i feel yes. like we haven't talked about the marketing as much because we just talk about like the events and yeah that's totally okay because it's fun and authentic to us but yes yeah. i think that is one of two like two today that is one of the yeah. best marketing moves and they're still using it today on yes. On merchandise because yeah. people love it so much. And it is such a perfect snapshot of that time period. Like we said, you know, like such a different point in time. And there's so many people that either visited there or wish they could have visited there. And so having something with that birthday cake castle, they just feel like they're connected to it, you know? It's just yeah. crazy. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's what – that's basically what i had except i did want to touch on the boys and girls club initiative um yes did you look anything up about this i did not okay um so basically for the for the 25th um disney invited 2500 kids from around the country that were um members of the boys and girls clubs of america and they were considered the special guests of the anniversary um like i said they were there for the grand opening of mickey's toontown fair they were right behind and in front of the castle stage set up for the rededication um somewhere in like their bright pink shirts somewhere in their green they were you know they were a part of of the uh, the audience they also got to go to that special night before event that was at the orlando arena um so for a lot of kids this was their first time visiting walt disney world and they got to go and um i saw somebody talk about it in a facebook post that it was the best one some of the best four days of their life like getting to go and be a part of um the 25th anniversary you found some i was gonna say how do you find like i wish we could have found someone to come and talk So I was just right before this, I was trying to find out as much as I could about the situation as far as how people got picked, things like that. And I did find a few articles um, in August and September of 1996 around the country, like, you know, 12 Hartford children get a free trip to Disney World. And then, you know, for another Uh. state, you know, 100 kids got picked for nine. Yeah, 100 kids going to Disney World. So I, I will put links to like those 1996 articles in the show notes as well. But basically, they all say the same thing, like, Delta Airlines is flying them with their chaperones to Disney World for the 25th as special guests. And yeah, they they were in their their 25th anniversary shirts. They got to ride all the rides and um, they highlighted some of the celebrities that were members of um, the the um, 
the organization in the past. And one of them was actually President Clinton at the time. So I was like, that's really cool. Um, You know, for kids to be watching that on TV and be like, oh, wow, he was a part of that, too. That's amazing. And he's president. So. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a really fun initiative. It reminded me of the hundred years of magic celebration that we covered where they had the hundred service projects that they were doing for a hundred days or something Mm -hmm. to, you know, so I, I love that that was also a thing of this era of Disney that they were trying to do. Well, I love what they're doing this time. Aren't they doing the magic makers and yeah, they're doing the magic makers thing and that's through, um, make a wish and everything, which is really cool. I need to look more into it. I, I I know was really into it when they first announced it, but I haven't really watched any of the stories or anything for who ended up getting chosen. But, um, but I mean, 2,500 kids got to come to Walt Disney World on Disney's dime, flown out there, like, for this really special event. I, I just thought it was really yeah. cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess the only other thing to cover would be the parade. Let's the do it. The, the parade. parade. So, preparation for the parade started almost two years before um, the anniversary with artist renderings. Um, The animatronics were controlled underground from the Utilidors along with the speakers for each of the floats. Um, And then during the parade, guests were chosen um, from people in the parade called parade coaches who would choose guests to like interact with the floats um, like as they would stop down you know throughout the park so like a good example is for the lion king float they had like these drums that were on the sides of the float so they would have like the guests go up and like play the drums and dance and all that kind of stuff so it was a fun like interactive celebration during the day um but this parade came with six floats um the opening unit had Cinderella and Prince Charming, Sorcerer Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, Goofy, Chip and Dale. I was surprised to see our girl Daisy didn't make the float, but someone I on, Someone on my Instagram keeps messaging me about how Daisy didn't make it onto any of the 50th merchandise. Really? And we were talking Aww. about that. No. Yeah. Even our the girl. mug I have, the 50th mug that has like all of the iridescent eight, she's and not she on it. And she is the iridescent all. eight yeah, too. She how is, weird. But, yeah. She's not on any of the merch. So that was the that's the first float. Then there was a Little Mermaid float. Um, it has the Sebastian animatronic on it that would end up getting reused for the Festival of Fantasy parade. Um, the Sebastian animatronic on that float is the same one. Um, they had a Beauty and the Beast float. Um, they had an Aladdin float. A lot of the details from the Aladdin float had come from Aladdin's Royal Caravan Parade that used to be at Disney MGM Studios, including the camels, which we now see at um, Magic Kingdom, Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Um, The Lion King one had animatronics for Simba, Zazu, Timon, and Pumbaa. Um, Like I said, they had the fun drums, and um, I'm pretty sure they even had, like, street performers, too, that would kind of dance with people who would interact and then the finale float, it sounded like they had an array of characters depending on which day it was, but um, one of the sets was like Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, Snow White, um, Seven Dwarfs, Alice, Mad Hatter. Um, but it seems like there was one set where it was like the princesses and princes sometimes were on that float. But um, this parade would become Disney's Magical Moments Parade, but it was initially Remember the Magic Parade that came out with the 25th anniversary celebration. I love it. I want to go back. 
Me too. But the great thing Honestly. is you can in the show notes because I've included <laughs> about 12 video clips, including, <laughs> including, you can go back in time, including, um, one that will probably trigger all of us who watched Disney VHSs as a kid, specifically the Toy Story VHS, because there was a remember the magic commercial that mm-hmm. I remember so specifically. And I included that one as well. So get excited. Spend your night watching these videos. Is that it? Did we just end season two of the Carousel Project? If no one else has anything else, I mean, yeah. Um, I did look up like the ads and the merchandise, but I mean, I feel like everybody knows about that. So we all we all have rebought, repurchased all the merchandise. I finally got my shirt. Yeah, I want more though. I want so much more. I want it all. So if anyone has any 25th merchandise out there they don't want, you know yes. where to share it. Yeah. Yep. Contact us on Instagram and we'll fight for it. <laughs> and we'll or, fight. or make sure make sure you have more than one and then we're we're good. Right. We're set. Yep. Anyways, I think we did our part. I think we remembered the magic with this what would you say we for sure remembered the magic the magic is calling 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 us it's time to remember the magic or if it's during the parade it's it's time to remember the magic it just depends (laughs) they did a few versions yep sometimes it's up sometimes it's down you never know i love it never know what you're gonna get Well, there it is. Thank you all so much for listening to season two of the Carousel Project podcast. We could not be more proud or excited to make it to the end of this season. I know I could finally. I cannot wait for season three. Um, I I can't wait. We did it. I'm so excited. We did it, you guys. We did the dang thing. Um, Yep. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. If you're looking for us on Instagram, you can come and find us at the Carousel Project podcast. Give us a follow comment on a bunch of our stuff we love chatting with you guys and share those disney memes because we love hearing about y'all's disney experiences but as always i'm gonna go ahead and push for that review on apple Podcasts, y'all we so much appreciate you guys keeping up with us and the best way that you can let more disney peeps know about our podcast is by leaving us a review with words um so that way apple knows a little bit more about us what kind of an audience we should have and we can do many many more fun seasons with you guys yes and also if you know any other disney fans that would love the podcast please share it with them um the more the merrier we would love new listeners and to expand our audience however we can so um please you know Share it with all your Disney friends. We know you're all on Instagram. We know you you were all on the Disney side of Instagram. So share it with everyone and we would appreciate it more than we could explain. And just a reminder, if you remember at the end of season one, we took a month break to prepare for season two. So we will be doing the same thing now, ending season two and leading into season three. So you can expect us back on Friday, November 19th with the start of season three. Yes. And we love you all. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love Love you. you. Bye. Take care. Take care. Take care. I thought you had five minutes. It's like a dream come true. That lives inside of me.